You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. THD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back 15 times. Biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show can also be seen simulcasting on several different social media outlets, starting with Facebook under Martin Houston's fan page. Under uh, Also, you can find us under Tide 100.9 under X's and O's Sports. Uh, Alabama tradition, amongst others. Also, check us out. If you'd like to go back and your YouTube kind of guy or gal, find us at Martin Houston Live on YouTube as well as Twitter at Martin Houston 35. Uh, don't forget that you can also download that free Tide 109 app and take us with you wherever you go. And hey, listen, you might be absolutely old school, but technical enough to get in on the computer and you can go to Tide 109 uh, and listen to us live there as well. So there's zero reason that you're not tuned in to the Martin Houston show and to Tide 109 all day long. And while you're at Tide 109, you might even be somebody say, hey, listen, I want to I want to read what's going on. You're not going to find any articles that's going to keep you in the know any more uh, than what you're going to find uh, at the Top 109 app. I mean, uh, Facebook page, website, where the articles are linked and then reposted. So, listen, uh, if you want to be in the know of what's happening with the Tide, regardless of what the sport is, you need to check out Tide109.com. All right. Remember this. Trust in the Lord always. Lean not in your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Roll tide out there, everybody. Uh, ready to get things going. Good morning, Xavier. How you doing, sir? All right. Uh, good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? Not getting any feedback from you, uh, Joe. You with me? All right. Well, hey, listen. Uh, if you guys are out there 
listening in the feedback world. Let me hear you guys uh, chat me up uh, and, and let me hear from you. Let me tell you a little bit about what we're going to talk about uh, today. Um, the uh, topics for today, we're going to talk a little uh, recruiting uh, from a um, couple of high school kids uh, making decisions locally and nationally. We're going to uh, re-circle uh, back and once again hit our uh, ranking of the Bama positions group, position groups, uh, day two of that. The Manning Camp, uh, is um, this something that uh, we need to make sure, uh, I mean not make sure, but that Nick Saban uses as uh, another one of his uh, recruiting uh, tools as well. EA Sports, we can talk about that. Uh, and uh, also, uh, we can talk about anything that may be uh, on your mind. So, this is the Martin Houston Show, the Sound of Bama Sports, your show, uh, your team. So, let me hear from you right here, right now. And you can call us at 205 342 9904. So, let me check back in, see if uh, these guys are connected with us. Um, and so, uh, good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Still not getting. Good morning. Anything. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Uh, all right, good. I'm doing doing well, X. Um, uh, and Joe, let me check back in with you. Make sure you're in with me as well. Can you hear me, Martin? Good morning. How are you? Um, I'm, I'm here. I, I, I can hear you. So, all right, excellent. Uh, awesome. Well, hey, listen. Uh, talk a little bit recruiting. Uh, of course, uh, Joe, you were not have not spoken with you, so I'd like to get your thoughts when it comes to um, uh, the, the big decision by Northridge's four-star uh, offensive tackle, uh, Wilkin Formby. Uh, did you have him choosing the tide over Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Oklahoma? I was a little uh, I was leaning towards Ole Miss that he would, he would go over to a join Lane Kiffin, but I'm I'm actually I'm very happy that uh that he joined Alabama, and uh, we heard from him yesterday on Gary Harris's show, and he sounded like he was super super excited to make that decision. Yeah, that, a good good decision. Um, uh, helps. It helps, you know, I'm excited for him, but also helps a local high school program get some eyes on it, uh, both from, a, uh, you know, people won't give up on him since he's the first one and, and there's going to be a big haul of, um, big haul of, you know, um, offensive linemen, I think, in this class. Uh, you know, if I'm the other schools, I'm staying close, so maybe some other kids from Northridge might get spotted in the process. So uh, that's how my recruiting started, uh, Joe, uh, many years ago. Um, I had a big offensive lineman parade All-American. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, was, uh, it was awesome to see uh, when they came in, they were looking for him. And they, they, they said, well, who is this? So I, I'll take recruiting any way I can get it. And so hopefully it'll do the same for some of these young men. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think that uh, Ryan Lawley is going to be running a, good, a great system. And uh, Wilkins going to make everybody look good out there in the run game. And, and hopefully other guys can take advantage of that extra attention. Absolutely. Curtis Lewis saying uh, uh, 
that uh, he loves how well-spoken that young man is. And that's always a, a good, good thing, too. And, hey, listen, in this new world of NIL, being well-spoken has a whole new meaning now, right? <laughs> Opens up a whole new door. So, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you get you've got uh, Wilkin yeah, already looking at what Wilkin form be. Not only... All right, um, let's uh, talk about not just Wilkin Formby. Um, let's uh, go ahead and talk about another young man, um, and talk. <clears throat> excuse me. That's another young man uh, that's making a decision, it looks like. Um, and that is uh, Ethan Crawford. Um, Joe seems like he has settled on uh, his, you know, future uh, at, um, at the next level. He makes a commitment uh, to Southern Miss. Um, you know, it says just three days after receiving the offer. Um, kudos to that young man. Uh, are you surprised by the that decision and the timing of that decision, Joe? I, I mean, yeah, I think that uh, – I mean, th congratulations, Ethan. I, I think right, he's absolutely. a great, great quarterback in this area. So uh, maybe I was hoping that he would go to a little bit larger school, but uh, we've seen a lot of great quarterbacks go to Southern Miss and excel. I mean, Nick Mullins is in the NFL right now, right out of Southern Miss. Uh, and we all know Brett Favre right there. So I think, you know, if he's comfortable with that decision, Ethan's a smart guy. So if, if he's comfortable with that decision, uh, I, I'm, I'm pulling for him. Go, go, what is it, Golden Eagles? Uh, yes, sir. And so when I look at it from that standpoint, um, I, I'm like you, kudos, congratulations. Uh, anytime you get a scholarship uh, offer, especially D1, Um I was just surprised that he committed this early. Uh, I, I think Ethan Crawford is a, a dynamic quarterback, an unbelievable athlete, quarterback, uh, leader, player, et cetera. Um, and and hey, you don't know why why he chose there. And 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 he's one of those guys. I will not be shocked if his stock doesn't continue to rise, uh, Joe. Because I think he he is, man. After seeing the kid play and, and seeing that ball, and the way he he spins it, and you know, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying he's settling, but that I feel that a little bit. Uh, and and of course, he had other offers to Kentucky and Georgia Tech, so it may just be a perfect fit. You never know what goes into. <coughs> excuse me these kids uh decision <clears throat> so maybe we can find out um what exactly led him to choose southern miss because as it said he he committed there joe three days after receiving an offer so he must have felt in, fell in love with the place so um uh, and if you get a chance to go watch him play to me he has some of the same skill set that bryce young does uh agree or disagree joe 
Yeah, I agree. I think that he, I mean, he reminds me, honestly, Bryce, not of Bryce Young, but more of Justin Fields. Uh, young, uh, I think that he's a, a powerful, a, gr- a great athlete. I mean, Bryce Young the same, but I think he's a, I think he's a great athlete. Uh, I think, uh, just like you said, he can spin the ball. I think he's got a pretty good, po- pretty good pocket awareness. I, I'm real, uh, I love going to watch him play. I'll just say that. And, and, uh, and so I think that, uh, he's got a very bright future ahead of him. <laughs> Absolutely, and you—I oh, think we had this conversation before. You're right. Uh, if you're gonna pick a guy who he looks like and and has similar skill sets, it would be Justin Fields. So, uh, big, thick-bodied athlete with good feet, good arm, good hands. Uh, just wonder about the uh, offensive set that he's in at Hillcrest. Uh, if that hurt him any last year. Uh, because statistically they don't throw the ball a lot in their current system, uh, but when they throw it, they are deadly. Uh, so uh, uh, either way, we want to make sure that we highlight this young man uh, from right here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, from Hillcrest High School, the same way we did uh, when a kid commits to Alabama. And so kudos, shout out uh, to Ethan Crawford, Uh, of Hillcrest High School coming back on the other side. We will continue the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. Remember Alabama One? Man, uh, Alabama One uh, has some great things going when it comes to uh, our promotion. Uh, We're winding down the last week or so of the uh, Big Green Egg promotion where you can win a Big Green Egg if you get a commercial and ag equipment loan and or uh, if you buy one of the toys, boats, motorcycles, RVs, UTVs, campers, golf carts, et cetera, interest rates as low as 1.99. So whether you're getting it for work or for play, you can get a big green egg along with it if you qualify. Uh, that's alabama1.org. And also, I want to encourage you to go follow alabama1.org. Uh, and today we're going to be putting up some videos, Joe, um, from former uh, Alabama gymnast, uh, gymnastics great and national champion and former uh, gymnast, gymnastics coach uh, Dana Duckworth and uh, basketball coach, Coach Curry, talking about Title IX, the 50th anniversary. We also got a couple more coaches that are fairly new to the capstone that we'll be highlighting in that capacity as well. If you want to know uh, what's going on there, go to – uh, Alabama one uh, on Facebook and following you'll be in the know. Thank you. Coming back on the other side. We'll continue the conversation right here on the Martin Houston show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Wednesday morning with a wreck on 2059 eastbound just before exit 71A, that's 69 exit. If you see other conditions, so let me know. 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a used vehicle, too, at no extra charge from Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9. Where on earth did he come from? Present movies in the park. Take good care of that old yellow dog. It all happens at Government Plaza on Saturday nights for free. So be sure to bring lawn chairs, blankets, coolers, but no alcohol. Food trucks will be on site. All brought to you by Pepsi, Tuscaloosa Tourism and Sports, and First Baptist Church of Tuscaloosa. This Saturday, June 25th, featuring the movie Old Yeller. Try it again, sister. Old Yeller will bust you wide open. For more details and full movie lineups, swipe open the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. 
365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Partly cloudy and hot today with only a tiny chance for cooling showers. Storm, temperatures will flirt with century mark. Highs between 98 and 100 degrees. Heat advisories are in effect. Fair tonight with a low of 73. More than the same tomorrow with a hot high of 98 degrees. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4600. Or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. All right, welcome back in to the Martin Houston Show. Man, it's another beautiful day, another opportunity for us to join together and talk a little Alabama football. Of course, uh, we had a little recruiting news there uh, as well. Uh, X, uh, I'll give you a a chance to give your thoughts in terms of uh, Ethan Crawford to Southern Miss, young man from Hillcrest High School, making a commitment, another local kid going to play Big time, big boy ball, uh, Ethan Crawford from Hillcrest High School. Yeah, he's someone that I've gotten to watch play since his freshman year, and he's just continued to improve. So I'm happy and excited for him to get a chance to play at the next level. And you never know, like you said, as his senior year goes on, you could definitely see his stock improve and potentially garner bigger offers. But very talented young man. Uh, and congratulations to him. Yeah, and without a doubt, we'll definitely ask Hank about the two local kids uh, making big-time commitments on tomorrow. So make sure you join us for the second half of the program. A couple uh, quick things uh, that that we can talk about here uh, this morning. NBA draft, guys, um, it's it's, it's up on us. Um, It looks like Auburn. Uh, is going to potentially lock in the number one overall pick. thought it was pretty funny uh, that Bruce Pearl called him uh, Jabari Walker. 
uh, <laughs> instead of Jabari <laughs> Smith. Uh, but uh, uh, thought that was interesting. He called him the wrong name yesterday. But uh, first and foremost, do you think Jabari takes that number one overall spot? Uh, who has the number one overall pick again? Orlando right now, the Magic. They uh, could trade. You, you could see him go number one. I definitely don't think he falls out of the top three. Uh, very talented. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I saw him do a lot of good things at Auburn this past year and was a big part of their success. Uh, so definitely could see him being number one, but definitely don't see him falling out of the top three. Joe, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Xavier nailed it. He's at least going to go in the top three, but kind of just depends on what the Magic are looking for. I'd take him number one. He's he's incredible. He's an incredible talent. Uh, you know, I think he's going to he gives you pretty much everything you want on both the offensive and defensive end. A lot of times they draft on potential, but I think he's a lot closer to being being ready and being there than than just a big project. Yeah, I think so. I mean, his ball handling skills, his shooting, uh, he plays hard on both ends of the court. Uh, and, um, and, and, you know, like I said, he, he's a mismatch because if you, if you put a typical, you know, forward on him, um, you know, he can take him out in space and away from the goal. If you put a, a small guy on him, he can put his back to the goal and, play like a big man traditionally at standing at seven foot tall. So uh, <laughs> uh, they Auburn could end up with two first rounders uh, this year. Uh, another young man did um, Davis and make, make a mistake um, leaving early. Does he fall into the second round as some of the projections are now showing? Yeah, I, I think he's going in the second round. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. We've seen what Herb Jones did this past year as a second rounder, end up being on the all rookie team, probably the best rookie defender in the league. So uh, it doesn't mean it's a career ender or things like that. It just means you got to work a little bit harder and things of that nature. But I definitely think if he had come back for his sophomore year and been a leader on this Alabama team for the 2022 2023 season, that he could have made himself a first round lock. Yeah, without a doubt, I think he can. Um, he he definitely could have improved his stock. But Joe, you think that uh, Davison, um, you know, doesn't in the long term hurt his career, but uh, may have hurt his wallet by leaving early. No, I don't think so at all. He's gonna he's gonna get sign a contract. Um, I mean. I, I, no, I, th I think he's going to be just fine with, with, with where he lands. He might be uh, spending some time in the G League as he develops, but he 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 he's he was done with college basketball. So I don't I don't really think that he he would have. Uh, I don't really think he would have grown too much more, especially with the class that Nate Oates has got coming in. Uh, I think uh, uh, I, th I think he would have been even even more squeezed for minutes. Interesting. So you think that uh, well. If he if he had improved to a first rounder, he loses money. But you're saying that you don't know that he he would have been much different as a player uh, than he was uh, this past year. Uh, therefore, uh, the money he makes this year may be exactly what he would have got in a deal next year. So 
I, I, I don't want to miss it. Is that what you're communicating? Yeah, I mean, if he, 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 you don't he, think his stock goes up a lot? If not too much that. more. No, I mean, not too much right. more. He, you got, you've got Jaden Bradley and uh, Mark Sears and um, Namari Burnett coming off the, you know, coming back. You JQ coming back. I don't know. If, I, I think his usage rate would probably be pretty similar here than, than it was at Alabama. Now, might he might have improved in, in a year's more worth of practice, but he's probably going to do the same sort of thing at uh, the NBA level. And with the second round contracts not being, you know, they're basically one year deals essentially. So he if he if he improves over a, over a one year time span at the NBA, he can sign himself a bigger deal and it it'll pretty much wash out wash on out. Yeah, and and does JQ come back if Quinley is here? I mean, you know, the, I mean does JQ come back if Davison doesn't leave? So, you know, I guess that that's a thought that I haven't really thought much about. Um uh, did J uh, JD's you know leaving also impact JQ's decision to stay? And is this basketball team better with a JQ healthy uh, and playing, uh, or with a JD you know playing? Which one you guys think? Uh, I think you got to look at it from several. How many, does does a Mark Sears come here if? JD comes back and things of that nature. So, uh, it, it, I mean, it everything, every decision impacts another decision. So you could see where it was a good thing for Alabama, him leaving, a good thing for him, or it just changes a lot of things if he makes the decision to come back or not. Any thoughts on that, Joe? Well, I think JQ is always going to come back after he tore his ACL, regardless of JD's decision. Um, could come back and rehab on scholarship for another year. I think that was the smartest choice for him. And, you know, Alabama's got that one empty scholarship that they haven't filled, so the numbers would have worked out anyways. Uh, I, I think JQ kind of made his decision more for himself rather than other other people's impact. Other people's impact. Oh, I definitely think it was uh, in his favor, but um, it's interesting to see how it all turns out. I think uh, – not I think, but I'm wishing nothing but the best for uh, JD and hoping that all works out. Whether he's a first rounder, second rounder, that he gets that opportunity to fulfill a dream uh, and play at the next level. Uh, quick um, thought, uh, you know, this is this is something that I hadn't really thought about, but I'd like to get you guys' thoughts on it real quick, and I'll give you my opinion after you guys comment on it. Uh, I was talking to my youngest son. Uh, Simeon, and we were talking about, uh, you know, LT uh, reclassifying as a, a junior. It's almost like guys going into the NBA early, right? Uh, and, and and leaving a year early. Uh, and, and, you know, would LT still be the number one overall recruit? Uh, probably he was uh, before he reclassified. I guess the question is, uh, will you see more guys reclassify to get to that NIL money a year earlier uh, when they're they're like the the uh, you're at uh, went to Ohio State now at Texas and LT uh, is that going to become a trend for these top notch recruits to get to that money a little earlier? Yeah, as you stated, Quinn Ewers, 
classified a year early to go to Ohio State. Now he's at Texas. LT decides to reclassify and ends up at Texas A&M. And you you could definitely see it from the, the, the high-end guys. You know, Quinn Hughes was going to be the number one guy in 2022. He ends up being the number one guy in 2021. And LT still stay top five. I, can, I don't remember exactly where he is in the 2022 class versus the 2023 where he was number one. But, yeah, you could see something where some of these young men come from certain situations where it's beneficial to, uh, to their families to leave early. Now, the interesting thing is the two guys that we've seen do it, you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, the NIL is that big of a deal to them and their families. But uh, a year where, a year early where you're able to, to bring in um, – something for your family regardless of the fact can be a deciding factor for some of these guys thoughts Joe uh, I'm sorry I, 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 I was on that's okay. that's okay no no what, what, what we were saying is the, the, you had a couple guys reclassify early um, in is it because of the NIL deal do you think you're going to see that more we've seen it in basketball for year for years uh and now we've had two top guys do it in football. Uh, and, and Xavier, both of them did it, I think, for the money, uh, for the NIL um, and for opportunity. So um, I know some inside stuff on LT, not going to bring all of that out. But but I think it was NIL related uh, and, and opportunity related. So uh, and who, which school did he go to? ATM. I mean, so uh, that definitely makes it even more suspicious. But Joe, the question was, do you think you're going to see that trend happening more where guys try to do like the whole NBA draft and get that get to that money a year earlier? Uh, because now uh, to, to Simeon's point, Simeon said, hey, dad, he goes in. He he just red shirts at a, at and at m and even if he doesn't play, he redshirts, so he gets a year of practicing and lifting weights in a college program versus playing against high school kids. And if he's good enough, he plays his first year. Yeah, I mean, it all depends. If, you, if you've got the value, if you're making, you know, if you've already got built up the, the value for yourself, I don't see why, why you should, why you wouldn't. I mean, if you. you Takes a uh, takes a strong academic focus to to reclassify and finish up like that. So uh, if if you've already built your brand or built your value up, yeah. and you can also uh, graduate early, why not? Yeah, you look at an Arch Manning. Would would anybody have passed on Arch Manning this year? No, I mean no. He he would have been one of the top kids again. So it's going to be interesting to watch that play itself out, and we'll we'll keep an eye on it here. Um, uh, referring back to a comment from earlier, Curtis Lewis saying Alabama basketball definitely better with JQ than JD. And CJ Watson saying the upside potential for JD is immeasurable, but we've only seen that come to fruition in spurts. Uh, lucky for him, the NBA often drafts, drafts on upside and potential. Coming back on the other side, we will talk a little bit about uh, the Manning camp and another recruiting tool for Saban. And we'll get uh, X and uh, Joe's thoughts on what's their position group rating rankings yesterday. I had tight ends 
Xavier had O linemen. Mason came in with inside linebackers. We'll get Joe's uh, to today. You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home, the home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Wednesday morning with a wreck on 2059 eastbound just before exit 71A, that's 69 exit. If you see other conditions, let me know. 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a used vehicle, too, at no extra charge from Towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $20. $23.99 going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Uh. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Back in with the Martin Houston Show, and we thank our great sponsors, Taco Casa. They're part of the winning lineup right here on the Martin Houston Show. That's Taco Casa quality. Taste value on the biggest cactus in town. Uh, Make them your number one choice for lunch and or dinner. That's Taco Casa, tacocasa.com. Quality, taste, and value under the biggest cactus in town. And speaking of Taco Casa quality uh, and taste, uh, um, the owner and uh, the, the mom of Wilkin is part of the Taco Casa uh, family. So 
uh, know that Taco Casa uh, has always been a proud organization and now the Wilkin family is a proud family of a future Alabama uh, football player. So kudos to them. Go check them out and tell Martin Houston told you to stop by. All right, guys, real quick, what are your thoughts? Uh, is, is, is um, uh, you know, Bryce Young, uh, along with several other guys, um, are headed down to uh, the camp. Uh, and Young lead, leads uh, a list uh, of, of quarterbacks. Uh, you know, pretty much almost all of the SEC guys are headed that way. Um, you know, uh, is, is the Manning deal a bigger deal for the Mannings, the player participating, or in this case, uh, Nick Saban in recruiting? I, I think you have to look at it from the the players that are getting to participate in it and getting the opportunity to learn from the greatest quarterback family uh, we've ever seen. When you when you look from Arch Archie all the way down to uh, to now Arch Manning and what he's able to do and learn from, we, we see the results of that. So I think every summer these guys that get this opportunity to learn from the Manning family as well as what it brings back, what they're able to bring back to school is probably the number one. All right. Uh, Joe, any thoughts on that? I think it's just a great time to, you know, learn from one another, trading skills and uh, get to know one another. I mean, it just – it just builds on the quarterback camaraderie club that kind of develops as you get deeper and deeper into football. Absolutely. I think, I think all it's beneficial to all of those things I said, and I think uh, it's what they make of it. If the kids go down there and they glean from uh, the Mannings, uh, then, you know, kudos win for them. I think the fact that you're down there and you kind of get a feel, um, for what your competition is out there. What are the other quarterbacks in the SEC going to do? What are the other quarterbacks from other leagues? What do they do? What can you pick up and glean from them potentially that helps you improve as a quarterback? But then, of course, the master of recruiting um, uh, is now probably, you know, showing, hey, listen, we're putting we're putting every position into the league and uh, – quarterbacks are, are, are leading that way with, um, you know, a couple of first rounders directly from Alabama, one former Alabama uh, as a second rounder, three guys starting with a projected overall number one. Um, the Mannings may be the family, but we're becoming the school, right? Uh, Nick Saban would twist it, make it work. Speaking of Alabama having uh, a position group that is, absolutely rising to the top uh, year in and year out and becoming quarterback you. Joe, we started the conversation yesterday talking about kind of ranking Alabama position groupings. And yesterday was the first day we talked about it. Uh, and Xavier listed out the O-line. Uh, I listed out the tight ends. What group do you have coming in? And we're going from uh, it's really not bad when we say worst to first. It's just that somebody has to be the, the, the at the bottom. What position grouping do you have? Oh, Martin, probably the quarterback. You know, the raising, reigning Heisman Trophy winner, probably not that good compared to the rest of the rest of the uh, team. <laughs> oh, Joe is so funny. 
No, I mean, I don't. Uh, honestly, uh, I, I I listened to about the back half of this show yesterday. Driving in, getting ready, uh, I, I heard offensive line, uh, tight end, and inside linebacker. Uh, if I had to pick, I'd probably go with uh, probably go with the tight end. But if I had to be original, I might go with up uh, with someone in special teams with the punter. See, and I, I was thinking about that this morning, Joe. Was that we we really hadn't thought about specialists? I don't think in our conversation. Um, and 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 so yeah, from from last year, uh, did 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 our punter get a pass last year? Because we never really talked about. To me, he was not very productive, not very good. Um, you know, um, but our offense was was able to get us out of bad situations when we got pinned deep because the offense didn't move the ball. And our offense many times, uh, I mean, our defense many times got us the ball back and, and, and flipped the field. So did our did our uh, punter from last year um, get, get a pass? And, and I would – I could see that very easily uh, being one of the, the worst position groupings. Um, well, who, who do you have uh, for today, Xavier? Who do you want to throw in there now? I'm I'm going with tight end today. Um, the the reason that I differ a little bit is, like I said yesterday, the offensive line has to work as a unit. And we don't know who that unit is going to be yet. And we don't know how they're going to gel as a group versus where you look at tight end. Yes, I know it's more of a group thing, but the impact is more individualistic than the offensive line. And when you have a guy like Cameron, who is working himself into one of the top tight ends in the SEC and also the country, I think you have to look at it a little different. And then with the potential of the young guys behind them, uh, I think helps add it. Like I said, I think Ruby Robbie Oost is a is a really good blocker, and that might be where his niche is. And then you look at uh, an Amari Neblack and Elijah Brown and uh, Christman from the JUCO are, are all good pass catchers as well. So that's why they're the second group for me. Um, you know, Joe, who 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 do you have second? Uh, I'll probably have to go with uh, who was it that said tight end? I think it was Xavier yesterday. I think I'll probably have to go I with said, Xavier with tight end. I said tight end. Okay, I, yeah. Then I'll go. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll go with Martin uh, putting tight end probably second second to the bottom behind punter. Yeah, and I'll, I'll go there. You know, and, and and Joe, since you said punters, I'm not gonna <laughs> say it. But I had thought, man, what about our special teams? Kind of as a whole uh, was the kind of the way I was gonna address it. Um, who who's going to be that returner? Um, you know, could that be one of the biggest drop-offs, guys? Losing um, our, our our punt returner, uh, you know, uh, when it I mean not our punt returner, our kickoff specialist in Jamison Williams. How many times did Jamison Williams turn the game on his head with his legs, uh, not receiving but catching a kickoff? Um, you know, that could really, really be a huge, um, you know, area that, that you know, we just kind of assume because we have talent that you're going to have great return guys. Uh, but that doesn't always pan, it, pan out. 
and so I think that, um, you know, the potential, I just put special teams at a whole um, could be our, our second group. Uh, you, you mentioned the punter. Uh, I think we're going to be solid with our kicker. <laughs> uh, but after that, uh, how do you guys feel about the special teams? Uh, yeah, I, with Will Reichard, I think we we've got a one of the best kickers in the in the in the league. And yes, James Jameson Williams could be a potential big loss, but from what we saw in the spring and what we've seen him be able to do before he transferred here, I think Jameer Gibbs, if he continues to stay in that role, will have a really good opportunity to be a, an a above average replacement for Jamison Williams. Also, you have to look at Tyler Harrell. Does he have kickoff return experience, punt return experience, based off of being a similar type player to Jamison? Yeah, I'm not, I mean, obviously Jamison Williams, a very special talent. Uh, but but you've got a lot of great athletes coming behind him, and Coach Saban's either going to put one of those great athletes back there or someone who's very, very reliable in catching the punts. Uh, you know, it's in Saban we trust. It, does it look like it might be a question mark? Yes, but it's in, but Saban we trust for sure. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, as far as uh, – that's the reason tight ends is, um, is, is lowest for me, Joe, just because I don't know what the talent level – is at tight end, truthfully. I mean, Cameron Latou um, is uh, without a doubt, uh, you know, our, our most seasoned guy. Uh, but is he the most talented? Um, and if he's the most talented, then then tight end could be a huge question mark. Uh, will will the, the JUCO transfer, uh, you know, will he be – a guy who steps in and transitions to big boy ball well. The other two guys are high schoolers uh, when it comes to receiving. Um, will they be able to get the separation uh, from linebackers like the Christian Harris of the world and the uh, Toa Toas and, and, and big-time D1 linebackers or safeties that are going to be covering the tight end the bigger safeties and corners. So don't know that. Uh, if you just look at pure talent, if Alabama can't find a replacement for Jamison Williams, shame on them because, as you said, Xavier, uh, they got one guy who, um, if I'm not mistaken, did Jamar Gibbs not make the all-SEC team as a return specialist? Yes. I mean, nominated, uh, of course, with a preseason all SEC as a return guy. Uh, who do you guys think, uh, real quick before we get out of here, who do you think is going to be the punt returner? Oh, man, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, we saw Slade Bolden handle the duties last year. Um, we saw JoJo Earl early, so I think he could potentially uh, – be be the guy to do it again this year, uh, maybe a Christian Leary, but I, I definitely think Alabama has the depth uh, to replace repl uh, replace Slade and probably get a little bit more talented at that return game. All right, Joe, you got a thought on that real quick before we get to break? Oh, you do, was it was it Kool Aid a pretty big? Uh, didn't he have the second, third kind of reps last year? He might be a guy that sneaks in there. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely some good options there. Will. We'll, we'll be one of the positions that we watch to see. 
Uh, we'll continue our conversation uh, on tomorrow about position groupings and kind of working our way through just reviewing them. I don't really care if we rank them or not. We may just take that because it's really an interesting conversation. We may just pick one group, the rest of the conversation, modify this a little bit uh, and uh, and then just talk about that group uh, because for whatever reasons, we can rank them differently. So we'll get your thoughts on that. We'll add you to the conversation on tomorrow. But coming back on the other side, we're going to add Scotty Hollins to the conversation right here with the Johnson Marshall Dentistry Christian Moment of the Week. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. A heat advisory will be in effect for all of West Alabama from noon today until 6 tonight as a heat wave crosses the area with heat index values up to 105 degrees. Drink plenty of fluid. Stay in in an air-conditioned room if you can. Stay out of the sun and check up on relatives and neighbors. And Katie Britt is the Republican nominee to replace retiring U.S. Senator Richard Shelby. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Tide 100.9. Where on earth did he come from? Present movies in the park. Take good care of that old yellow dog. It all happens at Government Plaza on Saturday nights for free. So be sure to bring lawn chairs, blankets, coolers, but no alcohol. Food trucks will be on site. All brought to you by Pepsi, Tuscaloosa Tourism and Sports, and First Baptist Church of Tuscaloosa. This Saturday, June 25th, featuring the movie Old Yeller. Try it again, sister. Old Yeller will bust you wide open. For more details and full movie lineups, swipe open the free Tuscaloosa Thread app. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. The show it's now time for us to bring in Scotty Holland, executive director of Blueprint Ministries, where he encourages us how to incorporate our faith into the boardroom, classroom, or our chosen field of play. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, Martin. I'm doing great. How are you? You're doing awesome. Uh, take it away, man. Glad to have you back with us. Absolutely. Hey, uh, so we're talking about uh, the power of optimism, and we are walking through uh, and kind of just I guess eavesdropping on on a life well lived, the Apostle Paul, and we're calling him the ultimate optimist. And we're looking at how do we find his secrets? How was he so optimistic all the time? And so um, I, I got another couple of secrets for you this morning. Um, and, and as we look at again him writing to um, the church at Philippi, he's he's in a, in in prison. So this is called one of the prison epistles, prison letters. 
and he's writing to a group of believers uh, while he is um, in prison. So here's what he tells them. He says, and, and we, we actually looked at this last week, so I'm going to use this passage to transition into the passage for today. But he says, uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, he says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, he says, make your request known to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And so understand this, uh, the way Paul um, trusted God, the way he saw God. Remember we talked about, hey, um, the most important thing about you is what you believe about God, because that becomes the lens through which you see all of life. Well, the way Paul saw God, the way Paul understood what he understood about God and, and, and what he knew about God, and, and, and more specifically, not just knew about God, but he actually knew God intimately, it influenced how he saw every difficult situation. He says, hey, don't worry about anything, Martin. And so you can think, well, what about this? Now, now Paul, what about this? And, and Paul say, nope, not that. Don't worry about that. Well, well Paul, okay, now, I, I hear you, but, but let, let, let me tell you about this situation. Nope, don't worry about that. <laughs> and Paul is saying, look, don't worry about anything. And so then you'd say, so then what should I do? He says, well, pray about everything. Well, if Paul, can I pray about this? Absolutely pray about that. Well, Paul, what about this? Yes, you can pray about that. So he says, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. He says, and then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. His view of his God was much bigger than his view of any circumstance that he could go through. As a result, he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about anything. Why? God's bigger than that. Pray about everything. Why? Because God's bigger than that. And then as a result, you'll experience his peace. But check this out. Next thing he tells them, I got what I got about a minute and a half. So what next thing he tells them is he says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, if anything is excellent or excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. All right? And so what he says, hey, he says, the first thing he tells them, when you face difficult stuff, God's bigger than that. So pray and trust him. But hey, the second thing he says is to preach. So we pray when we face difficult times. And we also preach the truth to ourselves because preaching the truth to ourselves is reminding us of how much bigger God is than the situation that we're in. I, I took a, a counseling class years ago, and they said uh, in the class, love the class, about 15 years ago. And, and in the class, they said the average, it was actually Christian counseling. And they said the average person speaks to themselves at a rate of 1,500 words a minute. And they say most of those words that we speak to ourselves are negative. And he said, like, when you try to counsel somebody and encourage them out of a difficult situation, he says, half the battle is helping them to stop listening to themselves and teach them to start preaching to themselves, preaching the truth to themselves. And so I'll, I'll stop right there, Mark, because I know you got, I know you probably want to add a little bit. And so I just want to say another a couple of secrets of Paul's. For him to be the ultimate optimist was simply that he, he viewed God in such a way that you know, he, he knew that he could pray about anything. And he knew that uh, God would give him uh, his peace. But he also knew he could preach the truth to himself and remind himself of what was really true. Uh, man, such a great message. And I'll tie two things in with that really quickly, yes. Scotty. One, yep. one is I, I think we're suffering a mental health crisis based I on the agree. last thing. You, yes. What you just talked about is that, that COVID separated us. And so mm -hmm. we were alone and we spent a lot of time talking to ourselves and the majority of what we talked to ourselves about is negative. <laughs> so, uh, period. Yeah, that's some way. Number two is I was at a conference last week, uh, and, um, 
the former marketing executive for Chick-fil-A made this statement. He says, perspective is the only thing in the world that can radically transform the results you get without altering a single element of your environment. Translation. Wow. Uh, how how you perceive See things it. or yep. specifically to your point, how you perceive God will determine how you uh, allow God to work in your environment, your situation, your circumstances. Mm. So if you perceive God as bigger and that's your perspective, then you're going to mm. do it. So, so, uh, isn't that, isn't that Strong. pretty amazing? Strong. That, <laughs> it yeah, is. Really, really good. I'll give you closing thoughts, sir. Until I Yes, sir. That's it, man. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. Just pray and preach. Yeah, yeah, that was his secret. If you want to be the ultimate optimist like Paul, pray and preach. That's awesome, man. Appreciate you, sir. That's Scotty Hollins. Uh, you can find him at Blueprint Ministries. Uh, Scotty, we'll be back with you next week. We appreciate you, sir. All right. Hey, uh, for Xavier, uh, Joe, myself, we want to thank you for being a part of the program. We are going to transition our grouping, uh, our talk about positional grouping tomorrow. We're going to just start giving them a grade. I'm going to tell you, we're going to talk about defensive linemen tomorrow. So make sure you join the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. D lineman up next right here on the Martin Houston Show in the grouping rankings of Alabama uh, football Trust in the Lord always, lean not, you don't understand it. Always acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody.